The Bravo Marketing Co. Podcast, where small business comes to learn how to grow. Enjoy. The notorious sales funnel. Everybody knows about it. Some people understand it, but nobody really knows its true power when you go into depth. So I'm just going through the steps really quick. The first thing someone does, they find out about you. They like you. They trust you. They contact you. They buy from you. And hopefully they love you so much, they refer you and come back and buy again as well. Now, the finds out about you. That's where you have your advertisements. Maybe you have a mom and pop shop. Maybe you have a brick and mortar store and, and they drive by it every day. They see you. They're being exposed to you, your brand, whatever it may be. Okay? And then the next thing is they like you. When they like you, it's because of something, you know. Um, they start liking you maybe because you're that pet grooming place down the street that, that they just see every day. They see people coming out with their dogs. They're smiling. So they just like you. They feel like you're doing a difference in the community. And you can place this into any type of business, okay? And then they trust you, Right? They keep seeing that over and over and over again. And they're like, you know what? Maybe I'll take my dog there because I see everybody that's coming out. So they, they build this trust. The next step they take is they contact you. Maybe they check prices. Maybe they see what time you close, your availability, what type of services you can offer for them, uh, for their dogs, right? And then from that point on, they go ahead and take the, the leap. And this is a big leap for a lot of people. They buy from you. They don't know if it's going to go well or if it's going to go bad, you know. Um, and then the very last one is they bought from you. They loved you. They recommend you. And on top of all that, they come back and buy from you again. Now, when I say we got to go into depth into these things is let's – Start at the top. Let's go right back to the top. I know you guys are probably annoyed, but uh, you know when they find out about you, that's gonna be your your marketing strategy, your advertising strategy. How is it that you're advertising? What type of people are you trying to attract? So you really gotta narrow down who it is that you're trying to really attract, who you want as a customer, right? Uh, you know, a pet grooming place is probably gonna want someone with dogs. That's pretty obvious, right? Um, now I don't know because I don't own a dog, but if I were to have a big dog who sheds a lot, who has, who's really hairy and can get really dirty really fast, more than likely I'm going to want to groom them versus let's say a chihuahua who, you know, you can groom, but it's not, he's not going to get as dirty as fast or their hair is short, you know. Um, they're, they're not susceptible, like let's say a uh, poodle is, okay? And so I'm just really narrowing it down. I'm, I'm like, okay, I want the long-haired dogs, um, and I want them within the my vicinity, my area, because, you know, if you live in Glendale, you're probably not going to advertise in Santa Monica. Um, if you know where that's at, it's, it's pretty far from each other. Um, there's probably hundreds of pet groomers in Santa Monica 
and in Glendale. So why would you drive all the way to Santa Monica if you're from from Glendale? Okay, uh, so you're really going to target those people. And then the next step is you get them to like you. and you, That's going to be where your brand needs to really align. So if you know that those type of dogs are going to be your brand and you want to give the best pet grooming. Okay, great. The person down the street's going to give the best pet grooming. So what is it about you that is likable? You know, do you put a bow on every dog at the, at the end of their visit? Maybe the person down the street doesn't. You know, maybe you contact the your customers, you wish them happy birthdays, you give them gifts, you do this, you do that. Just imagine like your best friend. Why is your best friend your best friend? They became your best friend because they had a quality that you absolutely loved. So that's going to be the next step. You need to in- integrate that into your business. You may already have it. Some people don't, and it's sad to say a lot of small businesses, they just don't have that. And they really, really need to focus on that. And then they start liking you. Great. Now the next step is they trust you. Like that is so huge. So huge. Because, you know, would you trust a stranger with your dog? Probably not. I wouldn't. So you have to really, really trust them. Like it's absolutely insane if you really think about it, you know, would you trust your kid? Would you trust your house with a stranger to just come uh, baby, I mean, house it, you know, it, you just wouldn't. And so you really need to build that trust. You're going to build that trust through the correct branding. Now, next step is they contact you. You have to be very, very clear on how they contact you. Because they can contact you in so many different ways in this online age. And especially with COVID-19 around, it is so important you communicate this with your customers. If you don't communicate clear communication, then it's going to be insanely difficult. Insanely difficult to let customers know how to do business with you. They're going to contact you in different ways. Maybe they'll go to your website. Maybe they'll go, they'll go to your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, who knows, your TikTok, if you have one. I don't know if you have all of those. Maybe they go to your LinkedIn. Um, maybe they just look you up on Google or Yelp, right? And that's what a lot of people will do. A lot of people will go to Google and maybe even Yelp because they're going to they're gonna see reviews on there. They're going to see uh, your business hours, um, you know? So... When they go on there, you better have everything 100% clear, you know, if you're able to put who you are, what you do, and what you're known for, your your hours, and any other questions that they may they may ask or they may need to know, you know. Uh, if I'm looking to get my dog groomed, I want to know, you know, some price range, right? Some people don't. But I do because I'm, I'm super cheap. <laughs> um, at the same time, I like quality. You know, so I want to see prices. I want to see the times. I want to see how long things will take because people who are going to pay for dog grooming probably are going to be busy people. Otherwise, they probably teach themselves and they probably do it themselves. And next is they buy from you. Great. 
Now, what is it that, that prompted them to buy? You need to really, really understand that. So when they get prompted to buy, you know, it's probably a good idea to guarantee your your product or service because, okay, let's go back to the dog grooming example. So if my dog's hair is just absolutely terrible, you know, I'm not just going to want my money back. I'm going to want way more than that because if my dog's hair just comes back and it's completely damaged, I'm going to have to shave him or her. Like, that's insane. So you... Again, I go back to the trust, and you really need to have that trust. But when they buy from you, they're scared. They don't want to give you $150, $200 to, to groom their dog, you know? Because who knows? What if you mess it up? They've never worked with you before, right? And uh, that's where testimonials are important. Um, and uh, a very simple one that every business should have is a money-back guarantee. And it's it's so important because, again, they're giving you their money, their hard-earned money. You know, if it's two hundred dollars, and the average person in the United States makes anywhere from twenty-five to fifty dollars an hour, they're giving you, at a very minimum, four hours of work for you to mess up their dog. Like they're gonna be upset, and they're gonna be scared. They're gonna be cautious. So you have to have a guarantee backing up your work, right? And then what are you doing to wow the customer? Everyone has things going on in their lives. I don't care who you are, post-COVID, pre-COVID, during COVID. Besides COVID, everybody else has other things that they're worried about, things that they're scared of, keep them up at night. Everybody has something going on, right? So make them feel cared about, just like your best friend makes you feel cared about. My best friend, each time I see them, I smile, right? That's my biggest thing. And smile is contagious. So it is very important, again, to have a proper brand, a unique selling proposition and a unique selling proposition is just what it sounds like. What is unique about you? How are you making it sellable? And how are you proposing it to your customers? Right? Again, if I was a dog grooming company, besides all the marketing stuff that I would do, like email and SMS, and birthday rewards, and membership rewards, and all you know the, the other basic things that Almost every business, every big business at least, adopts. Uh, some small businesses are late in the game, but that's okay. Um, aside from that, because that's just a me too. Yeah, me too. I'm going to do that too. Um, what you really want to think of is what is it that's going to make your brand stand out? I go to Chick-fil-A, right? Chick-fil-A has the best customer service. Absolutely the best. I had a buddy who worked there and asked him, I was like, hey, why do you guys have, like, the best customer service, like, better than anywhere else? He tells me, when you get hired, that's just one of the requirements, you know? It is what it is. Nobody just, nobody questions it. You just do it. And so, again, you should have that. Maybe it's your customer service. 
Like, maybe you have a slogan that you say at the end of every sentence. Um, you know, like I said, maybe you put a bow on them. Maybe each time they come, you give them a bone to take home for their dog. Because, again, their dog is the most important thing to them. So you just have to find a way. Like, what are you going to do that is special that is going to make them want to go back to you? And then, not only that, think about the people they're going to tell. Because guaranteed, they're going to tell someone. Right? And so, you better make sure it's a good experience. Because if it's not, they're going to tell ten times more people. Right? So, for example, I got a gym gym set. Um, I built it and everything. And I'm super excited. I tell all my friends, I'm like, I'm going to start working out, right? And I tell them where I got it, how much it cost me. I tell them everything. Even if they don't want to know, I told them, right? And that is huge because even if they don't want to tell you that they want to make a home gym, you're telling them, and they're like, oh, he said he got it this place. Or he's like, oh, wait, hold on. He said that he got it at this place and... I'm going to go ask him because I'm not entirely sure. I want to see how much he spent. I want to see if it's good quality and so forth, right? And again, it's that trust building that you're doing. And so again, so, so important. And all these things really should have their own podcast. And maybe I will make their own podcast for each topic. Um, But it's just that is the best way someone can explain a sales funnel. It is so, so important. So stay tuned for more, and I hope your business grows a hundred times.